I've officially arrived at the gym. That's step one. What's step two? I guess just stand here until an idea for a workout routine comes to me. Or maybe step two is flagging down a trainer to help nope, and- Nope, no way. I already spent most of my money on the gym membership. I can probably figure it out myself. Or you could try FitBot. It's an app that builds a workout routine for you based on your goals and fitness level. You can even tell it what equipment you have so you can get a plan that's customized just for you. So FitBot does all the planning for me. I don't have to Google random videos hoping they're right for me? That's right. FitBot actually has exercise demo videos for you too. Plus, a whole year of FitBot costs less than a single session with a trainer. Huh. Maybe I'll finally get more than one workout out of my gym membership this year. Download FitBot today and get a 14-day free trial plus 25% off your subscription when you go to fitbot.me slash getfit. That's fitbot.me slash getfit. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling, home of the Real Wrestling Podcast for real pro wrestling fans. I'm your host, Josh Kimball. With me on the phone, Chris Coffer, the real baby face of this podcast. Oh, man, you killed me with that intro. I love it. I love the new intro there. This is real professional wrestling here on Thursday night. We just watched AEW Dynamite. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Um, it's so, it's so. I'm Chris. Look, look, look. I am on Twitter a lot, as you know. I listen yes. to many podcasts, as you probably know. I listen to whether it be Jim Cornette sometimes, not all, just sometimes I'll listen to Cornette. Sometimes I'll listen to these other guys. Sometimes I'll listen to Busted Open Radio on XM Radio. I hear all sorts of different, and I I see you people on Twitter. I get all the perspectives of, like, Jim Cornette. Why does he need to hit him 800 times with a kendo stick? One's good enough, you know? And then I got people Mm -hmm. like you. Oh, this is awesome. Jeff Hardy just jumped off a ladder for no reason. Oh, you know. And then we got, you know, Bubba Ray. Goldberg should beat Roman Reigns. You know, it's just so much fucking noise out there and just come here here is where you need to be for the real professional wrestling podcast that's right it's right right in the title of the podcast right in the name real talk wrestling forget all those jabronis and all those fakers and all those just they just say stuff to say stuff we're real here so let's get right into the real podcast we have aew dynamite to talk about we have a little bit of raw to talk about a little bit of Cody Rhodes, although I don't want to talk about him too long. Where do you want to start first? Uh, let's just jump right into Dynamite from last night. We'll go right into Dynamite. You have to help me out on this, Chris. I was recording my fantasy football podcast during this episode. I was still watching it, and I did rewatch it again today. But I figured you would have more of an insight of what happened? What was big? What actually? What what stood out to you? So, Chris, what stood out to you from this television show last night, which got a million viewers last night? Yep, I mean it's, they're picking up steam. Seems like more often than not, I feel like they got a million viewers on Wednesday night. But uh, let's just start. You know, opening match. I thought it was really good. I'm glad that we opened, you know, with a match, and. CM Punk versus Dax Hardwood. That was really good. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect from the match, but it's two guys that I definitely love watching, and they did not disappoint at all. No, they went hard. They they told a great story in the ring. They were just two old school wrestlers, like not old school, but they wrestle like that. Slow, not not slow, but they're not spot heavy. They they make sense when they wrestle. There's a reason why they do everything. They're not just doing 100 spots to do 100 spots, although I'm not opposed to that kind of wrestling either. But, yes, it was a very surprisingly good match. And I actually got to watch that match from start to finish with with 100% focus. 
because my show didn't start till nine o'clock. Um, my my, well, my football show, but that so I got to watch the first hour of Dynamite uninterrupted last night, and that that really stood out as the best part of the first hour. For sure, it was a really really good match. Um, and then we had the complete opposite end of what you just said. We got a very spot heavy match with the eight man tornado tag match. Or can we just call it the eight man eight and W tag match? Because they have a lot of tornado <laughs> tag unintentionally. <laughs> can I just say I'm not a fan of tornado tag matches in AEW because it's always the same thing. There's there's it's the same match every single time. I feel like we just saw this match on Re- Revolution just with six people, not eight. That's what I feel like. I just saw the same match. I, I think this match was basically put there though for Jeff Hardy. For him to have that big ladder spot. You know, and for them to pick up a win once again as brothers. That was basically what I got from that match is the the key point to it. But how many times are we gonna see Sting and Darby in a meaningless tag team tornado? This is like Sting's fifth one. It seems like it seems like yeah. he's always in a t- tornado tag match. Is it because they don't want to show him not be as good in the ring, and they can you know they can focus on Andrade beating someone up or Private Party doing something? Where oh, Sting's about to do a spot. Show Sting. You know, is it something like that where they're protecting Sting, where he can't go a full so. match without you know looking winded? I don't know what it is, but he's always in these matches. <laughs> Because maybe I don't know. Maybe they're just worried about him, even even in a tag match where you can kind of hide someone's shortcomings or their older age. Maybe he's just getting to the point where he doesn't have much left in the tank. So even him being in a tag match but one on one in the ring, maybe they're trying to get away from that more and more, just because he is getting up there in age. It's and funny. I'm still surprised by some of the spots that he's doing at his age. Oh, of course. When I didn't, so I usually AEW Dynamite they put out the. They're really good at putting out what's going to be on the show. Like, this is this is happening. This is ha- like you know exactly what you're getting in Dynamite, where you watch yes. a Raw and you see Seth Rollins come out four times. I want a WrestleMania match. You know, like he was. You don't know what the fuck is going to happen. You don't know, <laughs> and they have the same fucking matches over and over again. Where two weeks ago we saw Omos versus Commander Aziz. This week we mm-hmm. got Omos versus Commander Aziz again, plus Apollo Cruz. So it's a rematch plus someone else. Like I no one knew that was happening. AEW Dynamite yeah. does a great job going back to the CM Punk and uh, Dax match where it didn't need to be story driven, didn't need to push any story forward. It just needed to be a wrestling match. Sometimes that's yeah. all you need. When you watch UFC, you're not watching it for the stories, you're watching it for the match. So Tony Khan knows how to put this big fight atmosphere and just two dudes that just want to beat each other up. There doesn't have to be a grudge every single time. And that's where they do a good job here. Whereas you look at someone like Sting and Darby, they don't really have grudge matches anymore. They're just involved in other people's grudge matches. And that's all they can do now is tornado tag. Yeah. I, I think just kind of speaking to that point, I feel like AEW does a good mix and match of like really big stories that are the slow burn. you got some smaller sub stories off to the side that, you know, maybe run for a few weeks or a month. And then you have, like you said, that match that opened last night didn't need a whole lot of story to it. Just a straight up good wrestling match could change a pace throughout the show. It's something that you'll typically see there. And that's why there's going to be, there, there, there isn't going to be a lot of rematches because you can throw out just because Dax is a tag team wrestler. doesn't mean he can't have singles matches. Whereas in WWE, they, they only take two tag teams and they go, well, you're going to feud. And this week, Otis is going to wrestle Randy Orton. And then Chad Gable is going to wrestle Riddle. And then the next week, we're going to flip flop them. And then we're going to have a tag team match. Whereas yeah. AEW is like, no, you can wrestle and you could wrestle. So just have a match. Now, let's get back to Sting and Darby because they re- everyone's bugging about. Andrade and where is he going? He's kind of like been underused, which we both agree with that. But are we at the spot now where Darby has hit his pinnacle, where he hit his peak when he won the AEW title, not title, TNT title, 
He tagged up with Sting, and now he's Sting's like little brother, little son. I don't know what he is. He's in no man's land. He'll he doesn't have stories anymore. They they're not built. He was supposed to be a pillar or a person that's supposed to be big in this company, and now he's just there. He feels like he's not special anymore. I never thought he was special, but now yeah, I, I know you've never been on board with him, and I and I'm still not. And and all these tag matches and all these tornado tags and him coming out to save Punk and him coming out to save the Hardys, him coming out, he's just becoming there. Yeah, I. I I get what you're saying. It's hard to kind of put it in the words, but I definitely get what you're saying. Cause it did feel like they were building him up as a star back when he did get the TNT title. He felt like a bigger deal. And like, he's not, he's not necessarily like lower card, but he's just kind of there in the middle of the mid card. Just kind of doing these. I think it's because he keeps doing these short stories in these mix in, in these tag matches when's you know, a, they don't they but, don't really vary like they stick they don't really have just a one-off match they also are not ever really a main story anymore or a focal point they're just kind of putting on programs that are just kind of there for a few weeks maybe a month and then it's kind of on to the next one well when was his last feud it was mjf about six seven months ago like that's that's his last feud that didn't even last that long that wasn't a long feud and now his feuds are i am a baby face so i'm just gonna help the baby face it's getting beat up that's his story arc right now which is his gimmick right now it's kind of to me i i don't like i said i don't like darby but i can see a place for him here and here's what happened and i told you this episodes ago episodes ago i said Watch out. Once they start getting Adam Cole, once they start getting Brian Danielson, all these people that were the big stars there, that were the big stars there, they're not going to be the big stars there anymore because they're, in the end of the day, they're just indie wrestlers and they're too little and they're not going to sell tickets. Well, that's some of them. That's, yeah, probably what happened to a Darby Allen, but you still have other people that haven't slid down the cord. You have oh you know, you oh have whoa Thunder whoa Rose's whoa champion, champion you have Hangman Adam Page's champion you, these are all people that were building blocks before Brian um, before Adam Cole and Daniel Bryanson got there Daniel Bryanson I mean da- excuse me you know what I mean <laughs> Daniel Bryan all right well <laughs> I could I, I could debunk your little theory here look where Private Party was they beat the Young Bucks in the beginning they were the hot tag team. They've slid way down. Look at somebody like the Dark Order, what, Evil Uno, and that other dude. I don't even know the other dude's name. That's how long it's Stu been. Grayson. Stu, where's he? Where are they been? You know, you, you got to look so, at. Oh, Joey Janela gone. Like a, private party felt like a big deal. Right after that match where they beat the Young Bucks, and then after that, they've never really felt like a big deal. But they were supposed to be. When you, if you watched Being the Elite, they were one of the first people signed, and they made a huge deal about them. And where Pack? Where's Pack at? Sliding down. Everyone is sliding down. When when they first started, Pack was feeding with Kenny Omega. Pack was feeding with John Moxley. Now Pack, where is he at? You know what I'm saying. I don't- Hold no, on. I get what you're saying. There's some of them that have slid down the car, but there's some that haven't. But it's, the a, man- it's a bit of a mix. You can point out some people that went down. We always knew people were going to go down because whenever it was in its infancy, you knew, hey, these are the people getting them by for now, but we'll see once people become free agents, be from WWE or um, TNA or Ring of Honor back then, you knew it was going to kind of fill in the roster some. Like You had to know the Joey Janelles, the, the librarians, the sunny kisses of the world that they were going to kind of, they were going to disappear after a while. We all knew that. Look, I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. Cause I do think that Darby Allen is a low card person. I think he belongs in the mid card, not even in the mid card. I believe he belongs in the lower cards. I truly believe that, but he's there. He's in the mid card. He's stuck with sting. Sting's a legend. He's always going to draw tickets. He's always going to draw a you know big cheer. And I'm thinking they're sticking him with Sting to keep him like relevant until they break apart. They got to break apart eventually, or else Darby will never grow. Yeah, he's definitely not going to grow any further being there with Sting. 
because these, like I said, these feuds, they don't really mean anything. We're not going to remember any of these feuds, you know, in a year from now or two years from now, these random tag matches, they, they're not going to mean anything. No, they're not. Um, also on AEW Dynamite, we had a big shift in the tag team division. I think so. I'm reading between the lines. I'm seeing what's happening here. Uh, it's no, it's no, you know, mistake that they do these rankings and they have the number one ranked tag team. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In AEW, and they're essentially mid-carders, John Silver, Alex Reynolds. Love them. Love the act. But they're never winning tag team gold, right? They're, they might, but they're never going to be a, a legendary tag team of course. So what do you do? How do you, I love, I love how Tony Khan does this. He sees Dante Martin up there at the top or, or John Silver, Alex Reynolds. He gives them a main event spot or a big spot in the show, but he puts them against play, people that have to beat them like Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia. Perfect opponents to knock off the quote unquote number one team. Uh, how did you like this main event? Did you think it should have been in the main event? Did you like it at all? And do you agree with me that the only reason why this match happened is to knock down John Silver and Alex Reynolds because they are no way the number one team for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? So starting with, do I agree with your thought there? I would say definitely that was a way out of it. Put them up against a, a bigger and better tag team. Someone that's in the story. JAS was not going to lose this early. So it was a way to kind of get themselves out of them being the number one ranked tag team. As far as did I feel like it was the main event? Um, I don't think so. I think if I would have gone match order, I would have put, and this is one we can touch on in a minute, the... Um, I feel like you could have opened with the Varsity Blondes against Moxley and Danielson because that was a heavy-hitting match. Put that one first and then put the opening match, CM Punk, uh, to the back because that one was a really good match. I don't know. I just... That match was there. It was decent, but I didn't feel main event material to me. Well, I know it's just because they're pushing the new stable... But I don't know. I just it was all right, but I, I would have personally maybe put it in a different order if I'm being honest. Okay, so I'm looking at the card right now. I pulled it all up. They have the eight man tag team match. They have CM Punk, Dax Harwood, Brian Danielson, and Moxley versus the Blondes, Silver versus JAS, Jay Lethal versus Adam Cole, Red Velvet versus Layla Hirsch, and those were the matches. So looking at this match card, in my opinion. If I see hmm, who's the biggest star, who's the biggest, who's who's going to benefit the most from being in the main event? Well, Punk doesn't need it. Punk's been there. Punk's a good opener. That's how you get a crowd hot. I agree with that. Put him first. I, I totally agree with that. Adam Cole, Jay Lethal, that's a Rampage main event. That's a Rampage match. I love him. Adam Cole's great, obviously. Love Jay Lethal. But like I said, that's a Rampage main event. They They were okay. What are we trying to accomplish in AEW right now from this television show to get the Jericho Appreciation Society over? So I agree with it. Have these guys who aren't used to being in the main event in the main event. Um, get them ready for main event status because, like it or not, they will be main eventing shows. 
because they are paired with Chris Jericho. So I think it's a great idea to get them exposure in the main event against a John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Gives Daniel Garcia time. Gives after the match, you know, they did their promo or before the match they did their promo. I think it was great. I loved everything about it. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying there. And I, I, I mean, I don't totally disagree. And yeah, I guess they're just going to give them a heavy push then. But I don't know. I'd like to see them build a little bit first, kind of earn that main event spot. Because I feel like a CM Punk. See, and I would, I would even consider putting the other match last, the Brian Danielson and Moxley match last. Except for we knew that was going to be a one-way beatdown. Like, we already knew that. That's the only reason why I would have put that one first, to get the crowd hot for that one, because everyone's real. Everyone seems to be very high on that tag team right now. So I feel like you could have gotten the crowd hot with that one, and you could have just closed that with Punk because it's Punk. But, I mean, I get what you're saying. Bring him out early. Let his music hit right at the beginning of the show. Everyone gets excited. Um, I'm just thinking, like, for the matches themselves, now that we've seen the matches... That's why I said I would put them maybe in a little different order. But obviously, when you're building the, the match lineup, the match card, you're not going to know exactly how the match is going to play out to know which one's the better match to to put in your main event or your opening slot. Look, so, I mean, I, I don't completely, like, I'm not mad about it the way it came out. But in hindsight, looking at how the matches were, I would have shuffled it a little bit. No, it makes sense. But look, we, we thought. I, I said it. Hell, I'm I'm guilty. I, that's the thing about this podcast. It's real wrestling podcast. When I'm wrong, right, I say I'm real wrong. Talk. In real talk, I was wrong about this this job squad. I thought it was going to be a disaster. I didn't know. I still don't know their names. I know Daniel Garcia and Chris Jericho and Swagger or Hager. I don't know the other guys' names. <laughs> you only kind of know Swagger's name. Huh? Whatever. I don't know the other guys' names. I don't know them. I don't. I don't. And I don't care. I probably will never know them, to be honest with you. I still don't know <laughs> Pride and Powerful's names. I couldn't tell you their names. Yeah. Um, I just know that they're Pride and Powerful. I don't know their names. You which, don't know which one's Santana and which one's Ortiz? I, well, I know, yeah, exactly. I know their names, but I just don't know who's who. I think Santana's right. the one who is the one that keeps on smiling in the camera. And Ortiz is the quiet guy. That's what I think, but I'm not sure. But that's okay. It's fine. It's, it's it's I'm not good with names, but I love this fucking act so much. Sports entertainment. They're they're future. They're pulling out future endeavor lines. Like what's next? What are, they're gonna push it to the limit, dude? They're gonna get so much heat with WWE guys. It's what do you? That's what I was thinking. What do you think? Do you think Seth Rollins or Roman or? Fucking Randy Orton, they're laughing about this? Or do you think they're really like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's that's a... What do you think? I think they're probably... I mean, if it were me, I would probably be laughing at it. Because then again, I also agree that a lot of the... The way WWE does stuff these days, and maybe it's the way they've always done it, and I was just blind to it before, but the way that they're doing stuff is kind of goofy. And I mean, I'm sure they all feel like they're being held back. We've heard the rumors of people feel like, you know, the locker room's kind of uneasy. They're, there's not a lot of freedom and stuff. And so whenever they come in kind of mocking that style, because they're not mocking necessarily individual characters, like they're not taking a shot at Roman or taking a shot at AJ Styles. Not yet. They're just taking a general shot. Yeah, not yet. They're taking a general shot at the way that Vince runs things because they know in wrestling, Vince is the ultimate heel right now. He is the ultimate, ultimate heel right now. So why not mock him and turn and make this group like a smaller version of Vince? This is event stable is really what it is here here's what i would do and i know this isn't going to happen because it'd be too inside like people wouldn't get it i would have jericho or whoever wins every match roll up every match you get a win with a roll up that's the new finisher <laughs> <laughs> every that would be hilarious every every single time they're doing a promo Somebody has to interrupt them, and then someone has to interrupt them. Someone has to interrupt them. Like, I would just do – honestly, every week I would do something differently that WWE does, 
like I don't know how they did it, but I would show them the next few they're in, whatever few they're in, have them watching TV in the back. Stupid. Like where they're all standing in front and they can't like just standing in a line. Yeah. Just do simple things like that. Cause obviously they're taking a shot at WWE. Obviously this is a shot at WWE. It's obvious. Why not? I mean, I, I could see Jericho doing that. I could, I would not be shocked. It would be hilarious. I would love it. And I could definitely see him doing it. Yeah. So like, it's just, I just I just can't wait to see where this is going to go because it's not going to end anytime soon. There are rumors on where it's going. And I don't know if you've heard these rumors. Have you heard any kind of rumors of where this is going? Nope, I've heard nothing. So there's a stable going on right now led by William Regal where it's going to be nothing but professional wrestlers. And there's Chris Jericho's sports entertainer group, Blood and Guts. That's the, next, that's where, that's the rumors right now. Where, little by little, like William Regal, like I told you, Yuta, that Wheeler Yuta guy, he's going to join. He's going to be part of that group. He's going to be part of it. They're going to get the best professional wrestlers in that group, and they're going to have a feud. I guarantee it. Okay, I could see that. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's just the rumors right now, and I've been reading about it, and it seems pretty good. It just seems like, gosh, that's so top-heavy. Brian Danielson and Moxley will just crush that entire clan like they'll all be dead with just those two you don't need that what if you add more professional wrestlers that'd be crazy um but yeah i i, I like where it's going um mjf promo brutal talking about pissing on people's graves yeah <laughs> brutal <laughs> like, he was getting the crowd going oh and from that i noticed a little small thing they took wardlow off of the AEW website. Remember where he was saying, you're not an AEW employee, you work for me, this, that, and the other, to kind of go along with that storyline. Warlow is absent from the AEW roster right now. Yeah, I know. I saw that as well, and I was thinking about how to get him back on television, how how long do they wait to get him back on television? This is going to... Are they going to wrestle all in or double or nothing? Whatever the next is, I think it's double or nothing. I think it's double. Yeah, double or nothing. Yeah, when are are they going to wrestle at double or nothing? Like, how long does he stay on the shelf? How long until Tony Khan or somebody brings him back and gets him a contract? I feel like they would go at double or nothing because that's in what late May. Which, by the way, have you put that on your calendar yet? No, Chris. make sure that you're not doing something else. I 1,000% will have plans. I will 1,000%. I don't even know what weekend it's on. I think it's Memorial Day weekend. I will Memorial one- Day weekend, Sunday, May 29th. Clear your calendar. Put, block out your calendar now, although you're going to do like a fantasy football <laughs> podcast research night or something. No, it's going to be a fantasy football podcast, research, beer share, UFC night. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what it's going to be. like. But like replays of UFC, too. It's not even going to be live. Like, whoops, sorry, man. We're all going to be We're all going to be at Davey's house. My 20th AEW pay-per-view. We're going to be drinking barrel-age stouts and go, oh, yeah, there was a pay-per-view tonight. I guess I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> yep, that's going to be you. <laughs> Every single time. But, hey, I answer the question, how long does Wardlow stay out? I think it's going to be a month. I think he's gone. I think he's gone for a month. It's going to be a big reveal, him coming back. Yeah, I can see that. Take him off TV, get some other stories going, because that story's ready to go, as it is. So, yeah, they could leave him off TV. Probably, you know, MJF will stay on TV, mention him every once in a while, just to make a little quick jab as he's cutting his promos, just to keep him on the mind of everybody. And then, yeah, they got to bring him back. I feel like they have to have a match at Double or Nothing. Like, how much longer would you wait to do that match? Like, that's that's yeah. the time to do it. I didn't, so... Re- that match is ready to go. I don't know where I heard this, um, but I can't give credit to whoever said this because I was laughing hysterically. Um, so somebody, whether it be a podcast, a, a Twitter person, I don't know who it was. Somebody, maybe it was Busted Open Radio. I don't know. Somebody said, uh, so coked up Tony Khan can come out here and scream about buying ROH for like $40 million, whatever it was. I don't know how much it was. But he can't buy Wardlow out of his fucking contract. 
like, is this was this really what's happening right now? Like, well, maybe he can and he will. He just he's been busy and didn't realize what happened. So now he's going to buy him out. Yeah, he's not. He's not watching his own television show. He's producing. He's not watching. That's it. right. <laughs> he's he busy, He's looking for free agents, so he's busy with Ring of Honor right now. That's my favorite thing. Is when like AEW did a great job of doing that. Like especially, I I'll bring this up all the time when Jericho and MJF were just getting together. They're like, oh, I love you, man. That's cool, man. They walk away, fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and then, like, the very next week, they're like, I saw you over there. I, I watched Dynamite. I heard what you said. Like, I love that they <laughs> realize it's a TV show you can actually watch. Whereas in WWE, they're like, what the happened? Like, so you didn't watch Raw? So you just didn't watch Raw? Or you, no one told you? Or you didn't see a re- They showed 500 replays. You didn't see that? Sure, yeah. <laughs> How did you miss all 500 replays of what happened? Oh my gosh, it's so great. WrestleMania is going to be disaster. I'm not wa- I don't think I'm going to watch WrestleMania. I don't think I am. Really? Yeah, I don't think I am. I, I doubt that. I will say that you will watch WrestleMania. You're going to say you're not going to, but you will. Well, I thought about it, Chris. Like there's not really matches I want to see and I'd rather just watch it the next day in matches I want to watch. Like do I really want to watch That way you can fast forward through. <laughs> That's yeah, do I really want to watch a fatal four-way women's tag team match for titles that nobody gives a fuck about nobody cares do i really want to watch drew mcintyre versus baron corbin oh that's a smackdown match do i care (laughs) does anyone care do i really want to see seriously Sami Zayn versus johnny knoxville do i care to see that no i'd rather watch replays of seinfeld like, there's no way I want to sit, sit through this shit. I want to see AJ Styles. I want to see the Austin segment, which is pathetic, by the way. It's a pathetic attempt at recreating the past. But mm-hmm. I still want to see it. And I want to see the Roman match. Other than that, I don't even want to see Cody. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes. I am convinced. Really? No, I am. I am convinced he's a fucking nobody. He's He, he couldn't... He, he couldn't hang in AEW. He would never be a main eventer. He's a forever mid-carder, and he's going to be a mid-carder there, and it's going to be a disaster. Oh. Yeah. That's harsh there. I've come to the realization where there's only two ways he can – that's that's, that's pivot to Cody. It's, it's been confirmed. He signed with WWE or confirmed, quote-unquote. Um, Seth Rollins – Obviously has no look. If this wasn't true, if if this Cody rumor wasn't true, Seth Rollins wouldn't be hijacking Raw every hour, saying he wants a WrestleMania opponent. Seth Rollins is mm-hmm. a top three player in that company. He would have a match set. He has a match set. It's with Cody. That's his match. Yep. Like they would not just go. Well, I guess you're not. You know what? Cody didn't show. You're gonna fight Veer. You and Veer. <laughs> Like, you know, it's just not going to happen. He's fighting Cody. Um, it's just a, when is Cody showing? Is he showing on Raw this week or is he showing at WrestleMania? I don't know. I I have an assumption what's going to happen because WWE fucking sucks and they don't know how to book anything. <laughs> I just love how much you've turned on, on the E in the last six months. Well, I've always known it sucks, but now it just sucks hard because it's not hard. I am a 36 year old man with no experience in writing for wrestling, but here's what I would, here's what they're going to do. And here's what I would do. Everyone knows he's coming. Everyone, everyone knows CM, everyone knew CM Punk was coming. What did Tony Khan do? Pretty much announced it. Pretty much announced it. Pretty much gave it to him right away. What is WWE going to do? Seth Rollins told everyone Raw's not happening next week until I get my match. He said that. That's that's how Raw mm-hmm. ended. Raw will not happen unless I get my WrestleMania match. Here's what I would do. Cody comes out first thing. Or Seth, Seth does. I don't care who comes out first. Cody comes out right away. Here's what's going to happen. Seth's going to say, I'm not having, we're not having wrestling tonight until I'm blah, blah. You know how he talks. And then Adam yep. Pierce is going to come out with his stupid fucking phone and go, Upper management has told me, upper management has told me, you are going to have a mystery opponent at WrestleMania. 
And that's how that's how the fucking segment's gonna end. Because they're so fucking stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> they're so dumb. They can't read the fucking room. Just have Cody come out. Guess what's gonna happen? I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch WrestleMania. You know why? Because I'm excited for something. But I'm not gonna be excited for fucking stupid ass Adam Pierce. Upper management tells me you have a mystery opponent. Yep. That's going to be so stupid. And what happens in mystery opponent matches, Chris? What happens? What happens? The mystery opponent wins. And how 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 long are the matches? Not very long. A minute. Two minutes. Yeah. 30 seconds. So Becky Lynch was a surprise opponent for Bianca Belair, the dominant champion, the champion that took down Sasha Banks, lost in 20 fucking seconds. Yeah, you know? that was terrible. Yeah, so what's going to happen here? Seth's going to get buried by an AEW guy? Seth's going to get buried at WrestleMania? No, or have a fucking 15, 20-minute match that was built off of one week, which it should have been built longer, but it's built off of one week, and you can have a real match instead of a 30-second mm-hmm. squash match. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna botch it. We know that it's it's not gonna be good. And how can Cody be okay with this? How can Cody be okay with this? I guess money does is everything. I, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, some people money is just more important. Or or do you think do you think it's do you think this move is more of a money move, or is it more of a there was some backstage beef between him and Tony. He says, you know what? I'm going to stick it to you by going back to the competition. Chris. I don't, I don't want to work for you anymore. Chris, that's like me. Like, okay. I don't know. I, I can't relate to anything like this, but why? That's screwing. Tony would be, Tony's probably laughing. Okay, go back. Please go back. It's hilarious. I can't wait to see your career fumble and fail and go. This just be a dumpster fire for the rest of your career. Like Tony's probably yeah. la- Tony's like he's just laughing to this guy. I'm laughing yeah. at him. Everyone's laughing at him. The only people that aren't is fucking WWE Gareth, idiot, <laughs> fucking idiot. Like this this other fucking idiot on my Twitter account. Like oh yeah, it's a money, it's a money thing. He told me he, the CMC. Oh CMC made guaranteed money. That's why he doesn't play anymore. Oh, and he's a huge Cody promoter and WWE guy. I said oh Cody mm-hmm. just made all the money. I guess he's never gonna wrestle again. Cody's just making all the money. He's just going to be injured his whole fucking career. The only way Cody's going to work is if he's a part-time wrestler like Edge and every single feud is meaningful. That's the only way it's going to work. Yeah. It's the only way. Unless, or, or we're going to see Cody versus fucking Drew McIntyre 800 times. That's what that's what's going to happen. Not even Drew. He's going to... Cody versus Bobby Lashley. Not even Bob. Cody versus... Here, I see it now. Cody... On Raw versus Finn Balor for the nothing title ends in a roll-up four times in a row. Finn's going to roll him up. Cody's going to roll him up. Finn's going to roll him up. Cody's going to roll him up. They're tag team partners. You've got it already figured out. That's exactly what's going to happen. 1,000% is going to happen. Or maybe Vince is like, huh. AEW is doing something. Maybe I should get one of their EVPs. He can help me write. And then, you know, obviously, never going to happen. Never. He in, in, in six months, six months, Cody's going to be jobbing to Veer Mahal. Or the fuck his name is. Veer, whatever, Shanky. Veer, whatever. Mark Veer, my word. Been, he's showing coming for who knows how long. Bobby Lashley was the WWE champion. Just a month ago. Maybe, yeah. you know who he's wrestling at WrestleMania? Do you know who he's wrestling at WrestleMania? I don't have a clue. Omos. It's oh been <laughs> rumored that Omos has a mystery op- opponent. They've gotten rid of this Andre the Battle Royal Rumble bullshit. Omos because that needed to go away. Omos has a mystery opponent. He said on Raw, I don't care who it is. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how tough you are. I will dominate you. Bobby Lashley's move is the dominator. This is finisher. It's already been rumored. It's already been pretty much confirmed. Bobby Lashley will come out to job to fucking Omos. That's how much WWE doesn't give a fuck about their talent. You're letting this moron 
beat Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's terrible. It was almost is so bad that I watched his match against Apollo Cruz and um, Commander Fuckface. He did the he did the stack them and pin them thing. He stacked them, mm-hmm. and he <laughs> he stacked them in a way where Commander Z's shoulder was totally off the mat. Like I'm talking, like he, I sleep sideways. He was sideways, and the referee was like, <laughs> "Put a shoulder down, put a shoulder down." And then you just, I, I swear to my fucking life, the referee goes, "Fuck it." One, two, three. Because <laughs> Om- what we're doing. Almost has no fucking clue what's happening. He has no idea. Yeah, and he's going to WrestleMania. What do you think about them saying every WrestleMania from here on out? At least for the foreseeable future, is going to be a two night thing. I think it's a good idea because last year was okay because it was shorter shows, but this but it's watered down. It's watered down. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it's watered down. I thought the whole point of WrestleMania was to it was the show of shows, the showcase of the immortals. This was supposed to be the best of the best, where your best storylines are finishing up. Not all of your storylines. But your best ones, and you didn't have to have to like filler matches. Your Drew McIntyre versus what'd you say, Baron Corbin? Yep, that's that's a filler match just to eat up time. We don't need that. You can cut that match right out. You said the other one, the the four way for the titles that nobody cares about because they haven't put enough emphasis on them. You can cut that match out. Let's get WrestleMania back to good matches only. Well, not just a ton of matches, but it's, you know, now that they've done this two night thing and it works, of course, they're never going to turn down selling tickets for two nights. I mean, it makes sense. So here's, here's the matches so far. I'll read them all to you right now. Um, and this is according to GameSpot.com. I don't know why I would they fucking get who the fuck is GameSpot.com. Let's go to, let's go right to the source. WW.com. They got the matches there you right go. here. That's probably a better source. They got the matches right here. Um, so here's what we got so far. According to WWE, I love how they say WrestleMania Saturday so far on the fucking website. I love it. It's a week away and it's so far. Fucking still don't know. Like at this point you should be adding maybe one, one match. No, we should know that maybe two, maybe, I mean like a last second add in, Hey, we're going to, you know what this one, but for the most part, you should know at least minimum, if not the whole thing. At least 90 to 95% of the card at this point. All right, so we got Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Okay, it's a it's a match that nobody cares about, but it's a it's an important match. I understand why it's on the card. Becky Lynch yep. versus Bianca, night one. Definitely understand why it's on the card. I definitely get it. KO show, not even a wrestling match, but I understand why it's on the card. I definitely understand. Edge AJ Styles. Great match. Probably the match of the night. Only had about two-week build, three-week build. It should have had a way longer build. I don't know why. Maybe match of the weekend? Yeah, it's going to be match of the weekend, but why is it? It's only a two-week. It's only a two-week build. How fucking lame. But okay. All right. At least we're getting the match. Rey Mysterio and Dominic, the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. Don't need it. Who wants this match? Who? Nobody. Nobody. You can cut this one out. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Like I said, we've seen it 1,000 times. It's a SmackDown match. SmackDown match. Don't need it. Why is it on? For nothing. It's for fucking nothing. Yep. The Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the tag team champions. Okay, you need a tag team match, but don't need it. SmackDown match. You don't need it. You don't need it. Yeah. There's no feud. There's no feud. WrestleMania important. There's no feud. There's nothing. There was no buildup. It's just two guys wrestling the Usos. Okay. Yep. All right. Move on. Now, that was Saturday. You should cut that one. That's Saturday, by the way. That's a, that's a so shit show. Half of Saturday is cuttable. It's a shit show. Who would you put in the main event there? It would be the, what did you say, the Edge? Um, that should main event. Edge. That should main event. Yes. But it won't. It won't main event. Yeah. God, who... Like, I can't think of one banger besides that in this whole fucking Saturday lineup. The Saturday lineup sucks. I feel bad for people that bought Saturday fucking tickets. That sucks. All right. Um, yep. 
So then we go to Sunday. So far, quotation marks. Um, the Universal Championship match. Okay, that belongs there. Okay. Yep. Here's one that belongs there, but I don't want to watch it. Knoxville, Sami Zayn. They've been building this one up. This is a long, this is a three-month, this is a long-term storytelling for them. This has been like three months. All right. I, I guess understand. this is your, your one celebrity appearance that we'll, we'll allow. I'll allow it because at least they've been doing it for months, and they've been doing it on social media. They've been doing the whole act. At least it kind of makes sense, right? Sami Zayn's a psychopath who thinks there's a conspiracy against him. Knoxville's yep. a stunt guy. They've been doing it since the Rumble, so it's okay. All right, I'll let it slide. RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I understand why it's there. I definitely do. Don't need it. Is, is, I was about to say, is it WrestleMania worthy, though? No. No. You know what, like, WrestleMania? You think back to all the great WrestleManias. Is, is this a match you're going to remember at WrestleMania? You, you know why Probably it's not. you know why it's WrestleMania worthy because it's Randy Orton. But you know why what they should do? RK Bro versus Usos merge the titles. You're merging the yeah. two top titles. Merge these titles as well. You know, yeah. well, well, you don't need same thing with the women's. You don't need two women's, but whatever. That's what they're going to do. Um, no, and then, especially with all the with all these roster cutdowns. Before it was needed because you had too many people, but. Yeah, all these belts, they start to feel meaningless when it's like every you have 30 belts. So they just don't feel as important. Yep. Um, as far as in the last no two more matches, women's tag team champion. Chris, I, I you probably know this, but who are the women's tag team champions? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dewdrop and uh, uh, who's another one that fights? Um, Naomi. No, no, no. <laughs> Queen Zelina and Carmella. They're the tag I team champions. No idea. Versus. I, no idea. I, don't even, I don't even know who are tag teams in WWE. They're not. They're, not. they're not. Sasha Banks and Naomi were a tag team since two weeks ago. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan were tag teams since two weeks ago. And Natalia and Shayna Baszler were tag teams since last week. So they're all wrestling for these titles. None of them from fucking tag teams. None of them even have a a story it's just they want to get one two three four five six seven eight eight women on the show for no reason you think it's time to just entirely do away with the women's tag belts you think i think so because there's there's no if they're not going to do tag team wrestling there like they're already very bad at tag team wrestling the men's side is rough as you know it's pretty bad but like you just pointed out the three contending teams they didn't exist three weeks ago uh, and the best, the saddest part is Sasha Banks is involved in this bullshit match. Like that's the worst part. That's yeah. criminal to me. She went from main eventing night one last year to this bullshit bathroom break match that nobody's gonna care about. That's gonna yeah. the entrances are gonna be longer than a fucking match. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> All them having to come out. Yeah, that match would be, what, five minutes? Yeah, in the very last match, not the main event, obviously, but Pat McAfee, the fucking announcer, versus Austin Theory. They have no beef whatsoever. Well, they have beef now, but they had no reason to wrestle each other, but, you know, screw it. Throw them in there. For what? Why? Tell me why they're so, wrestling. Yeah. There's no reason. Because the Vince, right? The little Vince angle or whatever it was. Uh, Vince just said, hey, I'm gonna, you're going to have a match. That's it. That's it. That was it. That's hey, it. you're going to have a match, Pat. And then the next night or on Raw or whatever it was, Austin Theory is like, yeah, you're wrestling me. Why? <laughs> Why? So what you're saying What you're saying is you're not very sports entertained by the sports entertainment show. How? Okay, out of all the matches I just talked about, how many matches have stories that you can – okay, Charlotte Flair R- Rousey, they have a story. Becky Lynch Belair, they have a story. Um – um, Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn has a story, and Brock and Reigns has a story. Other ones, they don't have yep. stories. They're just none. Four, four of the matches have stories. <laughs> and this is WrestleMania. Yeah, this is the best the they can do. Biggest wrestling show on the calendar of all wrestling shows. And this, this is, is the best they can fucking and we, do. 
and you said four have stories, but even besides that, there's like what three that are worth watching, maybe two, three, maybe. And the one WrestleMania worthy, yeah, it's just I, I don't know what to say, but I can tell you this, Chris. We're running late, so I'm going to make an audible. We're not doing the top five countdown tonight. Okay. We have to. It's, it's We're almost an hour in. Yeah. We've talked sure. a lot of real hold wrestling on to tonight. It for next week. Yeah, well, we're going to hold on to it. By the way, the top five was wrestlers you want to interview at WrestleMania, which will be better for next week because next week's a WrestleMania show, which I doubt we'll have time for that top five anyway. But no, you know what? Because we just went down the whole fucking card, and there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> We accidentally just did a uh, WrestleMania preview of sorts, and there's nothing to talk about. Literally nothing. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll add a little something between tomorrow night and next Monday night roll off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Finn Balor's gonna wrestle Damian Priest in the pre-show. You got um, Ricochet. He's gonna wrestle fucking Los Losarios in the pre-show. Like who knows what's gonna happen? I can't wait. Almost first Bobby Lashley. That's not even on the card yet. I mean Sunday, 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 Sunday. They have one, two, three, four, five matches. So Sunday they're adding yep. a match. Saturday they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So definitely they're going to add two matches a Sunday, which is going to be Lashley and Omos, and probably Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Well, here's the hope in that some of these matches, these in ring. Oh, Cody and Cody and Rollins in the build. Cody and Rollins. That one could be interesting. Yeah, a thirty-second squash because that's how if, that's what they do if, in debuts. Yeah, if they actually were to let those two wrestle, that would be an interesting match. Chris, they don't wrestle; they sports entertain. I know that's why I said if if they did, that can actually be an entertaining match. They're sports entertainers, which well, is real. Be prepared to be sports entertained. <laughs> Guys, we got to wrap this bad boy up. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm sorry if I'm angry tonight. I'm really not. I'm just having a good time with my buddy. With my ultimate baby face, Chris Koffler, the guy I love. He's he's brought me into AEW, and I'm never going back. I might even watch ROH. I know there's an ROH super card coming up. I heard Tony Khan talking about it on Busted Open this morning. He looks. He sounds like he's putting all of his heart. He he said it on Busted Open that he it's not going to be as story-driven as AEW because he doesn't know where they left off. I fucking love that. He's like, I don't know where they left off. I don't know where the stories are. But here are the best matches I could put together. I'm actually looking forward to that. For the super card, that's what he's doing? Yeah. Okay. He he announced the match. And then I guess after that, then he'll start building some stories. Of course, yes. But for the super card, it's going to be phenomenal matches, great matchups. Mox, um, well not Moxley, Jonathan Gresham, all these guys are going to wrestle. But he's like, I just, I, he's like, I'm not, I'm going to admit it. I don't know the stories. So we're just going to put a fucking super card together and see what happens. So there might be some surprises. There might not. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward more to that than fucking WrestleMania. I'm looking <laughs> forward. There might be surprises. It's Tony Khan. There, there's got to be surprises. I'm looking forward more to Dynamite on Wednesday than I am WrestleMania. That's, that's a yeah. fact. That, re- yep. imagine. My entire weekend, sitting from 7 p.m. to fucking midnight, watching Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. Watching this fucking <laughs> idiot with a fake sword I can buy at Happy Halloween store, swinging around like a moron, and Happy Corbin sitting out here. Like, yep. well, who who wants this match? No, who? You know, and, and real quick, just on your, on your boy Happy Corbin there. I feel like we were all really actually kind of buying into his whole down on his luck gimmick that he started with. Like people were starting to root for him. I feel like for the first time ever with Baron Corbin, everyone's like, Oh man, I just feel so bad for him. He keeps getting, you know, bad, the worst luck in the world. I felt like that character had a little bit of momentum going. And then they like, I feel like they just turned him into happy Corbin way too fast. Yeah, it was. It should have kept it going. Like, I wanted him to be down on his luck for like at least six months, not like, not like three weeks. Here, here's the way I would have booked. If we're gonna do this fantasy booking real quick, we're, we're yes. real quick. Here's real how. Quick. Here's how I would have booked Happy Corbin. First off, his name would have never been Happy Corbin. What are we fucking five? 
You know what? <laughs> it's a terrible name. Just keep him Baron Corbin. Okay. Have him down on his luck, yada, yada, yada. He keeps on losing matches. He's, you know, whatever. Like, the, that's a good gimmick. Have him somehow, some way, get into a match where he can qualify to get into the Money in the Bank ladder match or whatever, somewhere. And just have him fucking win that match. Like, and that changes his life. Not, well, I was sad Corbin yesterday, and um, I know you guys didn't see this, but I hit a button on the jackpot, and I fucking won the jackpot. I'm happy Corbin. Like, there was no story. There was nothing. Yeah. It was just... It was- it was bad. They actually had something good going for him for the ha- first time ever, and they somehow still managed to mess it like, up. Like, have the crowd get... Because you know how you create mega heat? You have the crowd get behind him. Oh, we love... Oh, we feel bad for him. We want him to... He is, He qualified for the Money in the Bank matter. Whatever match it will be. Whatever. Just whatever match it is. He qualified for it. Oh, man, that's so cool for him. Yeah, we're rooting for him. Have him win it. In the next night or two nights or whatever fucking night it is, I won this but by myself. I didn't need like just have him turn heel. Have him go back to being a heel, mega real heat instead of just hatred for him. I love Baron Corbin. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's a good wrestler. Yeah, I liked him as a wrestler. It's just his characters are always super bland. But that's how you get mega heat on him. Have him turn babyface for a little bit or have sympathy. And then the mega heat will come once he succeeds. Once he succeeds, that's when he becomes cocky again. He never succeeded. Yep. He was just, oh, I hit a jackpot. What the fuck kind of story yep. is that? Like, how's it? Who writes this shit? You know who writes this shit? The people that fucking he hired the Big Bang Theory writers, and that's the worst show on fucking television. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they got some an interesting crew writing for them, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. Um, I just solved the Happy Corbin crisis. You were saving the world. Who knows what's happening next? But next week, we're going to be previewing WrestleMania, the stupidest gonna, show in the we're world. Gonna really, we're going to really go through it match by match. Are we going to try and throw out some predictions? Oh, we're do- you know, I got to get my... Look, I lost to you in the last pay-per-view. I want yep. my... Come up and I want my revenge. Um, yes, we're gonna make predictions, and I have an upper hand because I actually watch this shitty shit. I actually sit down on Monday nights and watch this shit. Like I don't you know. have a huge advantage going into this. Thing. You know the funny thing is I'll watch Monday Night Raw because there's nothing going on. You couldn't catch me watching SmackDown. You couldn't. I don't even. It, it'd be a Friday night at eight oh seven or eight twenty. I'm like, oh, it's Friday and SmackDown. I'm not. I'm not turning that on. But I'll watch Rampage. Nah. But I'll watch Rampage. Yep. Not watching this shit. All right, man. Until next time, we got to get out of here. Chris, any final words? Um, nope. Nothing, nothing in particular this week. All right, man. See you next week, dude. Later. All right. See you.
leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.